Welcome to Pretty Pitches. I'm Paige Fiker. And I'm Aaliyah Williams. Aaliyah, what are you thankful for? My family. Your family? What else? Uh, me. Oh, yes, of course. Yourself. Anything else? Life. You're thankful for life? Yeah. What about your cats? Yes. My cats. Yeah, of course. Well, I'm thankful for you. Is that weird? Okay, I'm so sorry. Well, I'm also super grateful for all of our listeners on this podcast. Obviously, it's been a journey um, so far in the first, I don't know, couple of months of podcasting. I had no idea what I was doing or what I was getting myself into. Um, There were definitely some ups and downs, but overall, I'm having so much fun and I love doing this. I love connecting with people and learning about, you know, people's experiences and sharing those with you. I love interviewing people. Um, I love learning because there's so much that I don't know. And actually, this week, I learned a lot on this episode. So, um, yeah, thank you all. Happy Thanksgiving. I know that this comes out the day before Thanksgiving. Maybe it's a great opportunity for you to, you know, listen to this podcast with your family or something while you're cooking. I don't know. There's options. But anyways, um, so yeah, I just wanted to thank you all for listening. Thank you all for your support. And with that, we will just get into today's episode. All right. First of all, I just want to thank everybody for bearing with me last week um, with my first solo episode. It was a good time, but let me know what you think because I'm eager to know your thoughts. Send me an email or reach out to me on Instagram and let me know what you think, especially if what you think is something nice. Um, Now, jumping into today's episode, today's guest started her career at just 15 years old and worked her way up to a 29th worldwide ranking in her age group. Not only does she still compete in CrossFit, but she's also studying to be a chemical engineer, and at least some of her inspiration comes from CrossFit. She's also a former high school swimmer who competed at state every season. Welcome, Sophia Gregorio, to Pretty Pitches. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I nailed your name, so I was scared. You did. <laughs> okay, so first of all, um, CrossFit. How did you get started in that? Yeah, so actually my older brother started CrossFit probably about 10 years before I ever did uh, when he was in high school around like his sophomore year back in 2010. Um, And at the time, like I begged and begged my mom to do it. And so in 2016, there was a gym that came to Derby. And um, a few years later, they had a free week and my mom had become connected with some of the people. And so I had convinced my mom that way to do it. Uh, and I just never stopped. I was always hooked just because I had like a background in gymnastics and that's a decent part of it. So I just had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's so cool. I think, okay, now granted, you don't know what it was like to be like a high school age back in the day when I was in high school. But I do really love how really like the attitudes towards working out and stuff have changed a lot for like high school kids and high school athletes. Like Mm -hmm. I never went to the gym in high school. Yeah. But nowadays it's like a thing. 
yeah, like people will like make their own separate Instagram accounts instead yeah. of just for fitness. Yeah. But I think that's really good just because like in the older generations, not necessarily like your generation, but like their parents and the people after them probably had like a really unhealthy like view mm-hmm. towards themselves. And so I think that it's really cool to see people try to like break that through yeah. just like embracing their fitness. No, me too. That's absolutely so cool. So yeah, it's to me, you being... 15 years old and really getting and really wanting to start much like earlier than that that's yeah. very impressive so you mentioned that your brother um he he participated in crossfit too so do you guys or did you or do you ever work out together um not so much my brother well he was really into crossfit you know just at the time that he was in high school mm-hmm. and a little bit into college but um, you know, once I started doing it, he just kind of went back to the regular, you know, form of working out. Uh, we've worked out together a couple of times, but it's never been like a regular thing. Okay. Yeah. So what, I guess at what point did you start getting really into it? Like to the point where you wanted to start competing and stuff like that. I mean, because like, it sounds like you wanted to do it for a while, but you really have taken off really with your career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so honestly, like, I would say probably straight from the beginning, like, right when I tried my first class, even though I really didn't know what I was doing, just because, like, before that, I had always watched the CrossFit games, and I always wanted to do that, and I knew that there was, like, a teenage division, and there was kind of just, like, an entry point there. Um, I actually did my first competition two months into knowing, like, doing CrossFit. Like, I could barely do a pull-up. Like, the first competition... I, it was like a two a day. I there was like the individual comp the first day, and I did that. And then the second day it was partner, and I did that. So I did back to back, and I was dead. <laughs> but I learned how to do a rope climb in like five minutes before one of the first events. Oh, so wow. I just honestly, I just kind of hit the ground running with that. I always just knew in the back of my mind that I wanted to do that. That's so cool. So. Okay, so explain for all of our listeners, a.k.a. me who knows nothing about CrossFit, explain how CrossFit differs from just, I don't know, your regular everyday going to the gym, lifting weights, and running type of situation. Mm -hmm. So I would say the biggest thing that makes CrossFit different is just, like, the idea of variability. So, like, every day when I train, I always do something different. I mean... Mm -hmm. You know, I'll always have a Metcon and weightlifting, but it's never the same thing every day. Whereas, you know, if you went to, you know, I call it the Globo Gym. I don't know what anybody else calls it. You know, you just do your machines, you know, you have back day or whatever. Right, yeah. And so you can always mix it up and, you know, there's always room for other things, you know. So the way that CrossFit gyms are set up, there's a lot of free space. So you could literally, like, the way that the methodology works... I forget what, like, the actual, like, name of it is. Oh, they call it the hopper. So the idea is you could throw any movement in there, mix it around, and any things that you could do, you could make that into a workout. So that's really what makes it different. You know, there's, there's, like, three things that makes up CrossFit, and that's, like, metabolic conditioning. It's, like, running and, like, the Mm -hmm. cardio equipment and then gymnastics. So you have you know like the pull-ups and we have bar muscle-ups which is just a little bit like a step higher than pull-ups I guess and then you can do things like handstand walks and handstand push-ups and so it kind of like breaks into its own in that way and you know it's always changing just because like the like in the sport when you compete you 
they say that you have to be prepared for the unknown and the unknowable, and it's all about, like, challenging adaptability. So, like, they've kind of, like, inched into strong man, and it's really just, like, a mixture of all the different types of working out. Yeah. Like, I swam at a CrossFit competition. There was, like, a big one where they've had, like, the strong man logs. I don't know if you know what those are, but... Um, no, I don't think so, but I'll Google it. <laughs> yeah, but I guess I just... Yeah, that's just really the way that it's different. I yeah. kind of got garbled at that, but yeah, no, that's that's answer. cool. And I've seen, I've seen some of the things mm-hmm. at CrossFit. I would never be able to do. Well, maybe someday, but yeah. um, you know, someday I should just come to the gym, um, the CrossFit gym, and just give it a try and like have yeah, a, have a fun sure. little episode. Do you think that it's something anybody can do, CrossFit? Yeah, in your opinion, I think so. You know, one of the big things that they try to do is, like, really emphasize community. So, um, yeah, like, there's CrossFit competitions. There's different levels. So you can scale it, and that's, like, if you don't, can't do all of the things. So, you know, I think despite what some people think, like, when you step into, like, a gym, it's a little more inclusive than you okay. might think. Yeah. yeah, I've seen, like, some of the, comp- well, like, pictures and stuff from competitions, and I feel like everybody's just, like, always just sharing people on and stuff like that. It does seem yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Someday. I'll give it a try. I'm very weak. I will tell you that. And handstand push-ups sound like something I will probably break <laughs> some bone in my body doing, but it'll be fun. Yeah. Um, okay. So you mentioned like adaptability. Do you feel like you've had some life lessons through CrossFit already? Yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, I did a competition in South Carolina and, uh, actually not too long ago it was like the end of September and that was the first time I got to compete at the elite level and you know there were some things you know that I didn't know how to do like I mean I had trained them but maybe for like two weeks at max just Mm -hmm. because they had announced that it would be there but one of the things that we had to do was the pegboard which uh I guess pretty Mm self-explanatory and uh so in my heat there was actually a girl she fell down and broke her ankle in the middle of the heat so I was like really nervous but I think like adaptability I guess I don't know if this is a very good example but you know you just kind of have to push through those feelings of fear and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and I think that's really like the way that CrossFit has like taught me a lot in life is just through your mentality like you just have to constantly keep showing up and that kind of thing yeah no that's so cool I love that actually what is your like favorite is there like a favorite thing you like to compete like I don't know do at the competitions is there like a favorite like what what would they be called I guess like like an event type yeah of event thing. thank you yeah yeah like an event. so like at CrossFit like at a CrossFit competition all of the events are different so they're just at the discretion of whoever's okay. organizing it that makes sense um but I think as far as like combination of movements my favorite would have to be anything with like a heavy barbell like I love moving a heavy barbell that sort of thing and I actually really like handstand walks and sometimes those can be combined into event in event so like in a perfect world, if that ever were to show up, that would be my favorite thing. That's cool. Yeah. So I, I, one thing I like about CrossFit, now that I'm talking to you more about mm. it, it seems like it's more, like I used to think it was just like a strong, like, but it sounds like you need to have, like you mentioned gymnastics and stuff, flexibility, balance. Yeah. More than just strength, right? Like right. kind of a combination of things, right? Right, yeah. 
Do you do anything outside of just like your regular like CrossFit exercises? Like, do you do anything like yoga or any other types of workouts to like complement that? Um, I would say like most of the things are done, you know, in the gym, but you know, a lot of athletes like to swim, you know, Mm -hmm. just for the cardio aspect. And if it shows up competitively, it's always like an advantage for you to do that. I would say like, that's the really like big thing outside. A lot of people like in the sport have come from, you know, their childhood doing everything, you know, they did like basketball, Mm -hmm. soccer, all of those types of things. So they get the coordination from having that experience in their childhood. Uh, You know, some people do rock climbing, that sort of thing. But for me, I haven't really like branched out to any of that. Mostly I would just swim, you know, on Mm -hmm. like an active recovery day. But you know, like in a training day, you could run, you could, you know, do some like monostructural work like that to kind of complement it as well. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so you, when you first started competing, you were in the teenage uh, division you mentioned, right? Yeah. Now you're at, you mentioned competing at the elite level. So is that a separate, is that the separation there? Um, so like in CrossFit, it's, some of it's age-based, okay. but... Once you age out at 17, you get put in to essentially like an open division. So that spans from the time when you're 18 until you turn 34. Okay. So okay. that's kind of how that's, uh, that's how that's kind of broken up. And then like there's like ability level too. So you have like scaled, sometimes intermediate, RX, and then elite. So okay, that was kind of just like a skill level competition sort of thing okay okay that makes sense so there's like an age group age group type of idea but then there's also levels within those right okay yeah so moving from your like the teen teenage category or whatever that you started in up into this open division that you're in now how's that transition been for you um for me it's definitely a little bit difficult just based off of like placing wise you know so in the teenage division the rules are constantly changing which doesn't help either but uh the most recent one they'll take the top 10 maybe 20 to the game so for a while I was like right on the cusp of qualifying and so you could constantly think about you know chasing that and it was really tangible um, but in the open division, they've got the open quarterfinals, semifinals, and then the games. And so um, the transition for a lot of people is really hard. Um, well, mortal folks. There have been a lot of like teenagers who have broken out into the field uh, who have gotten to compete at the elite level when they're still eligible as a teenager, which is making the sport really exciting to watch. Um, but for me, you know, my, my progression, I guess, is just a little bit slower. So right now, like, my goal is to make it to semifinals next season, and that's, like, right underneath the games. And then, you know, just keep building on that every season. Yeah, that's cool. That's definitely – I definitely think you can do that. Yeah. Um, you worked your way up to 29th worldwide ranking when you were competing in the teenage division. Mm-hmm. How did you do that? Like, what was that like? Yeah, so really, like, my progression when I was in the teenage division was really fast. So my first season that I did the Open, my first Open was in 2019, and um, I was 185th going out of the online qualifier, so the same competition where I received that 29th, and that was, like, barely making it. So, like, the top 200 made it. And so I was just, like, super excited, and it actually – 
took like I did a competition during the summer and I got absolutely like annihilated and I was so embarrassed and so I started you know competing twice or not competing but training twice a day and just really like uh leveling that out and you know I got my nutrition under wraps that's a really big thing and so I really just shot up really quickly as a teenager I went from 185th to 29th in a span of one season that's so, so cool. like my transition was really fast but I was also lucky enough to be able to get like those higher skilled movements really quickly you know like I learned how to do my first ring muscle up six months into CrossFit which is something that you know it could take people five years to do that or something so I think I also had I don't know like I'm just really stubborn sometimes and so I just don't ever like want to leave it undone and so I think it was just a mixture of that and I think some of it I was already physically like I had a lot of experience like with body awareness and stuff like that mm-hmm. so I think you know that just made me shoot up really fast in two years yeah yeah that's insane mm-hmm. that's really cool though um competing at that level you know as a teenager did you have any I mean was that difficult at all for you at first you know did you have any like qualms with that like were you ever anxious or you know like I could just imagine like myself when I was 15 16 like it would be really difficult I think to to do that did you ever have any trouble with that or was it natural um I think some of it was natural but there were times like when I went to Michigan my very first time like competing at a high level as a team like in a live competition so like the way that I got that 29th was online like that's just how you do it and um you know the way it was it was supposed to be like a substitution for because uh, they had canceled the games that season because of COVID for the age group athletes so it was just like their proving ground and they originally just were going to take the top 20 from who made it to the games or the top 10 and, um, some of those people didn't want to go so it just kind of trickled down and you know that was kind of the first time that I had ever experienced like sort of a mental battle with it because I went there and I had the mentality like you know I'm just here because somebody else didn't want to go like Mm -hmm. I wasn't the first choice and so I was like okay well I really don't deserve to be here I didn't earn it even though you know I arguably did and Mm -hmm. just the way that it worked out but so I mean those types of things like always I have a struggle with you know because some of the bigger competitions that I've been to it's also been that way but that's just how it works that's just the game I think I've just learned to accept that um but yeah I mean sometimes like I went to a big competition called Wadapalooza it's uh, down in Miami I, I loved it it was a blast but the same kind of thing well for that one I outright qualified but you know like right before you go you're so excited and then you get on the plane and there's no turning back and you're like what did I just do (laughs) what did I get myself into but just those types of things and I think over time I've gotten a lot better about it um and I think I just learned to just own it and just be proud of it no matter what yeah that's so hard like that imposter syndrome like do I really belong here you know it's really hard but yeah I'm glad that you've like worked through that because that's really hard even like I feel that way, so I totally understand. Yeah. Um, one thing that you mentioned was um, getting annihilated at the one competition and how embarrassing that was for you. It made me think of how this sport is really focused on, like, 
uh, individual effort and performance. Right. What, I mean, what does that, I don't know, what do you like about that and dislike and what does that kind of teach you that you apply to your life, I guess, the individual aspect? Yeah, so, I mean, in the individual competition, you can actually, like, compete as a team in CrossFit, but I've chosen the individual route. Uh, I just, like, for me, it's really just you have to take responsibility for yourself and, you know, really look at yourself, you know, kind of crudely sometimes. You know, you have to, you know, find the things that you're not good at and, like, constantly just continue to work on that. And also, like, there's no place to hide, you know. Mm -hmm. if, If you can't do it, you can't do it. Like, it's obvious and... So I think that, you know, that can be really valuable because, like you said, like that competition for me, like that really exposed it in a way where it was really uncomfortable for me. And sometimes you have to do that in order to really get to the fact that, like, okay, I have to work on this. But, like, in real life, the same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you always have to put yourself in uncomfortable, like, uh, situations. And I think that that's probably the biggest thing. You know, you just kind of have to pretend that you can do it and Mm -hmm. just do it that way before you can actually you know believe in yourself that you can do it yeah absolutely I definitely think that there's like I don't know life lessons that will like teach you like okay you need to like humble yourself Mm -hmm. you know I feel like that's one thing and then yeah yeah, it's like kind of the fake it till you make it thing like sometimes you have to fake some confidence and then you can and then you can do it so prove to yourself um, okay, you also, speaking of individual sports, well, it's also team sport, but swimming, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so you also mentioned doing gymnastics. What did you kind of start with? What was kind of your background athletically growing up? Yeah, so, like, my mom put me in gymnastics when I was little just because it's cute. You know, every yeah. mom <laughs> does that. And, um, well, for for one year at, uh, when I was in high school, I was a cheerleader. So that's kind of where that like came and went Um, yeah but I've always just kind of enjoyed it and then uh, around the same time that I did gymnastics probably I was like six or so at the time I started swimming also because my brother did it and like the high school coach at the time she there's like a summer league and uh, she coached that and that's kind of how I got involved and I just that was my original sport for a long time was swimming before I found CrossFit so okay yeah so uh, what did you like about swimming? I also know, I mean, discussed with you before this that you swam at the state competition like pretty much every season in high school. Mm-hmm. What was what was that experience like for you? Um, that was really cool. Uh, my class of people, there weren't like very many who you know swam year round or like enjoyed it the way that I did, and I think a lot of that was just kind of like a testament to my personality, like. I just really, like, would like to get as far as I can. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not just going to, like, settle with where I'm at. So I think that was a big part of it. But, like, my freshman year, I got to swim with a lot of really great people. I got to swim with Meg and Kyle, which ended up going to Olympic trials. And so that was a really cool experience. And just being around those people. And, like, when you get to state, you just learn that, you know, there's a whole world, like, of people well really like in Kansas the whole world is just the Johnson County schools that you don't get to compete with during (laughs) the season Um, but yeah I mean that was really just like my experience with that I think when I got into high school it was kind of like my relationship with swimming really changed because I started doing CrossFit my sophomore year so that was kind of the time that I 
really started to enjoy that more than swimming. So, yeah. like, when I was in high school, you know, I still was competitive with it during the season, but, you know, I really wasn't, like, in love with it, dead set. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned how swimming could help you with CrossFit, like, whether it's related to the competition or just kind of helping your cardio, because it's amazing cardio, but did CrossFit ever help with your swimming, do you feel like? Um, I think, you know, when I got into high school and I stopped swimming year-round, it just made, like, that transition easier to, okay. you know, adjusting to, you know, swimming for, you know, two hours or so every day for practice. I think that's really kind of how that overlap happened, but it was really a major advantage to be a swimmer and come into CrossFit because, believe it or not, a lot of CrossFitters can't swim. Really? Yeah. That's wild. So it was a really big advantage for that. Yeah, I, and I think swimming, it's so interesting to me because, like, like I can swim to, like, stay afloat, but, like, right. I do not have, like, any form, you know? Like, that's so big, mm-hmm. even just, like, how you breathe or how you move. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Um, okay. Now you're studying bioengineering, but you want to go into chemical engineering. Right. So yeah. you're talking about some of your inspiration for what you, research you want to do. Can you tell me about that a little bit more? Yeah, so actually, you know, like, my sport kind of crossed over into, like, my real life, and, um, you know, I used to work at a CrossFit, or work out at a CrossFit gym in Derby, and I recently moved to one on the west side of Wichita, and um, a woman that I met through a mutual friend, uh, she became my training partner over there, and we've been working out together for probably uh, close to two years now, but she has Crohn's disease, and, um, I met her, you know, during the time where I was graduating high school and going into college, and originally I wanted to do exercise science, but, like, I just kind of couldn't see a future in that, so for a while I didn't know what I wanted to do, and and I think, you know, I just kind of, like, had an epiphany one day, and I was like, okay, well, you know, she's sitting right in front of me, and, you know, I would love to do medical research, but I just didn't know, you know, what I wanted to do, so I decided that I wanted to do uh, you know, some sort of gastrointestinal research because they don't know what causes Crohn's. Yeah. They don't know a cure, but I would like to, you know, contribute to that in some way. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, that's incredible. And it's so good to have, I feel like, a personal, you know, like, inspiration, you right. know, for your career. So, no, that's really cool. You mentioned switching gyms. Do you still, is it still, like, in this area? Is it, like, one big community um of crossfit or are there different like groups like that is there like does the camaraderie change um wherever you go and like obviously the training i'm guessing changes Mm -hmm. depending on your gym what's kind of your inspiration for that like switching to a different gym yeah so i mean the culture of gyms like there's a a couple like the one that i used to in derby recently closed down but okay you know like the culture of the people is always different but you know whenever there's a local competition you know most everybody is there if that's like your thing you like to compete um but the, you know the reason i chose to switch gyms is just so that i could have a little bit more freedom for what i wanted to do just because i just do individual based training just because i like to compete mm-hmm. um and so at the gym at the west side i had a little bit more you know freedom to do that but also like it was during a time like personally that was like hard somebody that I was really close to who went to the CrossFit gym with me in Derby and actually like that was one of the reasons I started going there you know along like 
besides my brother. And, yeah. Um, but she told me that she was going to move to Olathe, and that really had a massive impact on me. And her husband was a coach there, and so him not being there every day took a toll on me a little bit, like, just because, like, it was so fast. Um, and so my training partner, you know, at my gym on the west side was – that was kind of, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to go there too, just because – she like behaves very similarly to the person who was the mentor in my life that was moving away and so I think I just really needed to have that person in my life at that time and so that was kind of what influenced that switch as well that's cool though like and I guess being you know your age you're still like pretty young like being able to have people in your life that have that like mentorship like role in your life Mm -hmm. how do you feel like those mentors that you've had have I don't know affected your life to this point I think like the biggest way that those people have impacted my life is just through like my character I think Mm -hmm. you know having those exposures to those people you know I definitely learned a lot but I think my character has changed like in a positive way just by having those people in my life I think that would be probably the biggest thing for me for sure yeah that's cool um I remember what I was gonna ask you How do you balance, um, you know, I know engineering is a pretty um, intense, I guess. Uh, Like, you know, a lot of studying, a lot of hard classes. (laughs) How do you manage, you know, going to school and training um, for CrossFit? Is is that difficult at all? Or is it kind of each one is kind of the, you know, opposite of each other? So it kind of balances out? Yeah, I think for me, it's definitely gotten easier since I've been in college because I don't have to be in class all day, Mm -hmm. so I can just kind of fit my training in wherever. Um, And as far as, like, studying outside of class, I've actually, like, I don't know how to study. Like, I just (laughs) don't do it. So I guess I can't really say that I spend a lot of time on my score. But I also, like, math and science is something that I'm really good at. So, you know, I can still get a great grade in that class and not necessarily have to spend hours and hours so I think I've just gotten really lucky in that sense Mm -hmm. Um, especially right now like finishing up some of those you know not necessarily super engineering specific classes yeah Uh, but that's really been it I I mean when I got into college I had to get a job which uh, luckily they've been you know really good with my schedule but so far I haven't really had a whole lot of trouble with that that's good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think there's something, uh, when it comes to, like, engineering classes, I always felt like I, the ones I enjoyed, I tended to do better in. So, right. yeah, if you're a big math and science, I can see you, like, really enjoying some of the content yeah. that you're studying. Um, okay, so <laughs> what does your, at least your mom and brother, think of your CrossFit career so far? Because I, you mentioned, like, you really were relentless in trying to get your mom to let you go. And she's probably like, okay, yeah. fine, you can go. And now you're like, actually, I mean, moved up so quickly and stuff. What what are their thoughts on it? Um, You know, honestly, I've probably never asked. I think my mom, you know, she will, once she like comes around to it, you know, she's usually very supportive and she still is. Um, but I think, you know, sometimes, at least my mom, she just doesn't quite understand it. So mm-hmm. I'm not really sure, you know, what she would know to think about it. I think she enjoys watching it. Every time, like, I get done with an event when I'm competing and she's there, she's like, what was that you just did? Can you please explain that to me? <laughs> so I always had to, you know, teach my mom about it as it happens. But 
I think my brother, you know, I know that he's proud of me and, and stuff like that. He lives in Colorado now, and he's a okay. chiropractor, so That's it's cool. always, like, watching from afar. But I think it's just kind of cool. Just, uh, I don't know. I love this probably isn't how it's supposed to go, but I always kind of compete with my brother, like all the things that he does. You know, I always have to try to do it better just because I can't ever do anything for fun. Um, but yeah, like, you know, my brother has always been, like, he has always had that background knowledge of knowing, like, what competitions are what, how everything works. And so I think for him, it's probably just been really cool for him to watch that happen. Yeah, that's really cool. What What is next for you? Um, in terms of CrossFit? Yeah, so I think for me, you know, I really do want to compete, you know, at the CrossFit Games just because I know that I'm, you know, physically able in doing that. And I just think right now it's just really capitalizing off of, like, the time that I have. I mean, not that, you know, I'm one of those people like, you don't know if you have tomorrow, like, not like that. Yeah. But I think, you know, having the opportunity to have an athletic career is something that, you know, very few people get to say that they've experienced. So I think just capitalizing off of my my age and the fact that I'm young and that I can do that. Um, but I think, like, in the future, I don't know if I could, like, I don't ever have the desire to be, like, a professional CrossFit athlete just because I know that, you know, my purpose in life is to do you know more of that medical research side like you know my purpose isn't to answer the question you know, who's gonna lift the heaviest on that day um so I think right now it's just kind of enjoying the ride and you know still always you know capitalizing and building off of what I've done and always striving for more but I think that's just kind of like the mentality that you know I have right now as far as the future goes and yeah no that's really cool yeah um so one thing that I like to talk about on this podcast, just like bring a little light to it, is like the differences between um, like the way male athletes are treated or men's sports versus women's sports. Mm-hmm. I now from a very outsider perspective, it seems like CrossFit seems to be pretty inclusive. But is that true? Is that what you've experienced? Yeah, I think, like, as far as, like, the treatment of people, like, it's pretty equal. I think as far as, you know, watching, you know, the competitive sport, maybe I'm a little biased just because I always watch the women's side because that's where I want to be, just seeing Mm -hmm. those people. But I think in CrossFit, the women's side is a little bit more entertaining to watch. And I think that's just because, like I mentioned earlier, there's been a lot of young people and a lot of rookies who have come in in the past two or three years and so the women's field has become very very young and I think that that excites a lot of people and you know there you know not every day do you see a 16 17 18 year old beating people who have been in the sport and won for you know some people have been in the sport for a decade and so I think the women's side is I think a little more exciting and I can't say that every sport is that way yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's really cool. I, I've, you never really know, you know, until like you have an insider's perspective on that because right. it does seem very inclusive, but I can totally see that. I also am like, again, maybe a little biased, but I just love to see like, you know, strong women and like, yeah. it's very impressive too, because I can kind of like 
not relate, but like I think of like how hard it is for me to lift, you know, X amount of pounds. And then I see somebody like I was looking at your um, it was like your web. It's like on the Internet, like your profile. Yeah. And I'm like seeing how much I don't remember what exactly the it was like how much you squat or whatever it was right. that was on there. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's a little bit easier for me to maybe relate to that, if that makes sense. So right. I like that. Um, okay, cool. Do you think there's anything I missed about CrossFit, about your life? I'm very excited about your future in chemical engineering. Yeah. It's going to no. be awesome. I think it's been really cool just because, you know, like whenever I see somebody in, like, I'm, I'm not, like, you know, famous or whatever. I'm never going to, like, claim to be that way. But sometimes, you know, people recognize me like they've been at a competition and the questions are always, oh, how's CrossFit? How's CrossFit? And, uh, you know, like, I'm always more than happy to answer questions and stuff like that, but it's been really cool to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, what I like, you know, outside of that as a yeah. career. Uh, just because I think some people are under the impression that, you know, I want to try to do CrossFit my whole life, and I don't, so yeah. it's been really cool, like, to be asked questions, you know, that are outside of that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm very excited about that. i I, I don't know. I, I love chemical engineering myself, and I never got the opportunity to do that, so that'll be really cool for you. Yeah. Um, what, when you, one more question, I guess. When you finish doing CrossFit, do, what do you, what do you, like, see as, like, your way of exercising and stuff? Like, do you see it, do you ever picture that? Do you ever think about that? Uh, I don't know. I think... It honestly would just depend, like, how much time I have. I know that there will always be some form of, you know, exercise in my life just because, like, that has a huge effect on just my day. Like, it just makes me happy, like, doing that. And I think it's honestly probably just dependent on however much time I have, you know, because I know that whatever career will probably be very demanding on time, which is okay. But um, I think I would probably still continue doing CrossFit and just not I would compete anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for being here. Yeah. I really appreciate it. And I really thank you also for like hanging in there with me on the CrossFit because I really, I've learned a lot today. Yeah. I didn't know much. So, okay. Well, thank you everyone for listening and we'll be back next week with a new episode. Thanks again. Bye.